Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka GL, and on this particular episode, let's take a look at everything that's around me, uh, how am I adjusting to what's going on, and talk a bit about the PlayStation 5. Um, so, we are one day away by the time that I release this solo podcast on uh, the deconfinement. So basically, slowly, next phase, it's going to be um, outside Montreal region. Restaurants are allowed to come back. And after that, obviously, aesthetics, uh, so estheticians, so such as lashes, nails, salons, barbershops, and so forth are allowed, quote-unquote, um, with social distance uh, protocols, health protocols, and so forth. Um Am I going to look forward to this? Yes, because I have a very fuzzy hair right now. And despite the fact that I do have hair clippers at home, I would rather support my barber. Uh, shout out to La Section Barbershop. Um, they are an amazing group, bunch of groups of barbers. And I I have my own barber and I wanted to support him. So basically, um, the fact that these were part of the non-essentials um businesses that were deemed non-essentials that took a hit and rather than cut my own hair because the fact that i quote-unquote needed it um i would rather give some money back to my barber who has been struggling um who's who got affected basically um, I don't know what his struggle is. I'd rather not ask, but if this is my small part to give back to him, um, I'd rather do it than anything else. Obviously, though, it's going to be a challenge because the fact that that means that I'm going to have to take public transportation um, and go downtown and all that hoopla. And that will basically means that I'm going to have to make a, a, a podcast about what's going on and how do I feel about it. Did I already take the public transportation? Yes, I did. When when I did a when I had to go downtown for a photo shoot, I had to take the subway slash metro in order for me to actually get around instead of taking the car. Because uh, during the beginning of the pandemic, there weren't any cars, but now slowly cars uh, are abundant because of the fact that you know restaurants, drive-in, pickup, and all that is made possible and certain certain um, restrictions were lifted. So basically, there are more cars on the street. And to me, I'd rather not drive. I love driving, but we have an abundance of terrible drivers uh, in Montreal and around Laval. I shouldn't be zeroing in to Montreal itself because the fact that at least with Montreal, you cannot uh, hurt anybody because the fact that you're not allowed to make a ride on red. Um, whereas everybody everywhere else you are allowed. Um, let's talk about um, what I've been doing. So as you know, I have the podcast and I have a morning job, but slowly but surely, I've done two photo shoots so far, which went well, surprisingly. Um, the, the reason why I say surprisingly is because of the fact that, you know, just like any skill set, if you're not practicing, um, you will, quote-unquote, um, be rusty about it. And I was sort of rusty. 
uh, in terms of engaging my subjects, engaging the environment, thinking of the post, uh, the process and, and, and so forth. But I'm very happy to say that the samples that I have given out to my um, models, uh, Aya, Stefan, and Oro, uh, they are appreciative of the results. And they're liking it. And thank you very much for working with me. Obviously, as a photographer, I am not doing closed door. I am doing outdoor photography, especially since we have a beautiful weather coming up and everything and lots of heat. Um, might as well take advantage of it, right? Um, I am looking forward to working with several cosplayers, hopefully. Uh, it is still to be scheduled. Uh, obviously, if you are a cosplayer and you are listening to this particular solo podcast, um, DM me on my Instagram or on Twitter to get my rate, my special quarantine rate, actually, uh, because I will, uh, depending on the amount of time and an amount of pictures that you are uh, wanting to do or if you are reaching out for a collaboration in future endeavors please read out, reach out to me uh, I, we will work something out um, to do some photographies and but please make sure that you check out my entire feed in terms of my quality of my post process and so forth and also please reach out to me to see what is my uh, social due diligence um, contract because I do have social due diligence contracts such as please make sure you tag me if you do not wish my logo to be on we have to be make sure that you know there's money involved because it's copyrights and so forth and you got to understand that you are not allowed to edit the photos after I finish editing um, unless it's within reason I I do miss certain things during my edit, and that's where uh, we need to be aligned with the editing. That's the reason why I send out a post-process uh, sample. And after that, once you give the AOK, uh, it means that I can batch process uh, the rest of the photos of my choosing and so forth. Um, and there's several other social contracts that are involved in everything. It is important um, that models and cosplayers and so forth respect the post-processing of a photographer because of the fact that, uh, like I've mentioned previously, in terms of toxicity and social norms and everything, and social media norms is the fact that post-processing, so for those who don't know, post-processing is after the photo has been shot, taken, and framed. There is the editing process, and um, there are... A lot of uh, people out there um, that prefer to edit their own photos, but I'm not one of them, um, you know, uh, because the fact that I am an A to Z person, basically, it takes the entire process for me to get the final product. And the fact that uh, what I post online, it is the final product and it needs to be respected. Um, and uh, I've had issues in the past uh, several years ago or no, actually, even last year. I had um, some issues regarding this uh, process and stuff like that. And um, let it be frank and clear is the fact that I am not a social media influencer. I don't care much about my feeds. You should see some of my feeds going back and forth, uh, what's going on and everything. I know it's not pretty. 
concerning that I'm a photographer. But the thing is, I post more about the content, the subject, and everything that I edit rather than anything else. And it's a A to Z process and needs to be respected. So basically, if you respect my work or you respect other photographer works, it takes a, a numerous amount of time to actually go to them and telling me that uh, it's okay, I can edit it myself um diminish my quality my my respect in my work so be please be self-aware that um you need to respect the entire craft and not just part of it it doesn't mean that you cannot request um only the photos and not touch the 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 entire um batch per, per se but the thing is I it's it, there's no there's not going to be a deal basically because the fact that you're effectively renting me and my equipment for my time and not my craft in the end because the fact that that means that uh, I paid a certain amount for my equipment after that you're paying me to hold the equipment and after that you do not respect my arts craft uh, and everything um, you do not need to convince me no 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 no. It's it's not about that. It's it's about you know my my feeling and everything. Uh, no, um, the minute that you start butting into my arts craft, uh, that means that you're disrespecting me, and therefore from that point on, I do have a set dollar amount range where, um, as long as you pay me for for holding the camera and just my time of holding the camera and not my entire artwork and and, and editing and 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 what do I see, um then uh then that's the only time that i'm not gonna don't care about things and uh you should be surprised uh even uh at the wedding level uh there are some people that actually reach out to me um that actually says oh uh i'll give you my memory card and after that it's okay you can take as many photos as you want and everything i was like no no you want me to do that uh here's an extra 500 dollars that you're gonna have to pay um because i am not simply there to make money and, and, and everything. It's, it's nice and everything, but I think is it is a craft behind of it and you need to respect that. So there, there have been stories among peers where, um, we would have clients that would say, here's a memory card. And, uh, once you're done, please leave the memory card. Uh, that's a no, no. Uh, we do have, price tiers for those type of people uh we have other people that wants to edit themselves we have price tiers for that we have price tiers for okay please take five thousand pictures and 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 stuff like that it's like wow um let it be known during during an entire wedding i've shot with two photographers at five thousand pictures and and guess what i actually look through five thousand pictures and selectively select them down to 500 uh, because as a photographer when you're in, in at the at, a, at an event for example similar to comic-con similar to dreamhack similar to lanotas similar to any given party events or like event itself um we keep only 20 percent, or even good photographers actually only keep 10 percent and lower um because the fact that in the end you you want to edit the best of the best and some of the times there's people moving you're not sure uh position wise um settings and everything might not be optimal light lighting and everything might not be optimal so basically 
um, it's a low percentage. Um, and and that will segue into the fact that um, when you're starting off as an amateur photographer, and this is a tip, if you're starting up, take as many pictures as you can, and after that, start filtering what you like. Use the grading system of one star to five star. Start in the middle, three stars. Re-go through your drafts and start being very, very critical on what you want to release. Quantity is not the greatest. Quality will define you from being an amateur to a professional. Same thing as a cosplayer. Same thing as an esports uh, athlete, quote-unquote, or player, depending on which uh, side of the spectrum you would like to um, discuss about this. Um, And yes, I do practice a lot. I do go out there, take a lot of type of pictures and so forth. But you got to understand that the more material that you can eyeball and be critical about, that's when you get better. And that's something that I had to hard learn uh, when I started up taking photographies at events and everything. And, and slowly but surely, my 20 result pictures that I post means more to people that are looking in through the, the looking glass than posting 100 pictures. And that's that also brings me back to the fact that that's the reason why I don't have a photo album out there. I will have one eventually just to have a portfolio up. But my portfolio is my Instagram. And... The reason why I have that up is because the fact that it lets me engage to my subjects. It lets me engage to, my pe- uh, to the people that are looking in. And that is very important because the fact that when I used to post them on Facebook, a lot of people were missing a lot of the photos. Uh, they saw the album cover, they click, 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 and they barely react to it. It's the same thing with anything. People binge listen, binge watch a lot of stuff. So binge listening a lot of the podcasts that are out there, such as mine, such as everybody else. It takes a lot of effort into it in order to have particular unique content. And if you binge watch anything, binge listen to anything from YouTube, podcasting, or whatever there is, um, if you don't take a step back and practice and reflect on what's being said, you might missing the point. So less is more, not more is better. Now let's switch topic. Let's switch to switch topics to the big reveal of the PlayStation 5. Um, I'm going to be dedicating to a podcast soon about the master race of the PC race uh, because I am building in myself, a new computer and everything. But I have to give respects to anybody that's on console. I'm going to be talking about that because the fact that a um, podcaster slash uh, per, uh, esports host personality called Kevin Naki, who I have followed ever since uh, IGN had their own esports division. Um, and we used to have the IPGL League, um the IGN Pro League and 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 and, and so forth, Team League and, and everything. And that's actually when the Summer of Teja happened and everything. I miss those days. Um, but he did raise an important question about the fact that the next gen and everything is going to be expensive. And, you know, people, people being like in the esports industry or even in the console industry, shouldn't shit on each other. Um, 
about the fact that oh my god you, you're playing on a console pc master race and everything um and i just realized that i spent a lot of money on my my computer system and i be- believe that every esports personality that are out there e- every esports athlete even every esports player e-girls and everybody else it takes a lot of money to build a um dedicated computer with high framework and everything um i don't need that high level because i don't i can tweak up my settings and everything and i'm not a esports athlete that cares about the framework i do care if my computer system can actually run the game i do care that i'll get at least 30 frames per second and i do care that there's no lags okay because it does get frustrated but we shouldn't be shitting on on people who buy consoles because of the fact that the console is the easy way out. It's five hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, whatever there is. Uh, if you're buying a used game console, it, it enables you to experience a video game for a cheap price. Um, Ten dollars free games, fifteen dollars games, AAA games at eighty dollars. You know, on a console that will last you five years at least to be able to play the game. That is freaking amazing. Now, PlayStation 5s just came in. They have two editions, the digital edition only without any physical copy. Well, guess what? Uh, I've been downloading a lot of my AAA games on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, I have my nephews that have been buying the physical game because the fact that you can always resell it, and that is true. Um, So I get it. As to why there's two versions of the, the console, there are people that are willing to have the physical copy, the collector's editions that only come in the physical copy, for example. Um, that is a niche market that are becoming a reality. And also the fact that that will enable you to uh, resell your physical games uh, if you do not no longer uh, wish to keep it and everything. And I give kudos on that factor. And obviously there's a lot of people out there that only cares about digital copies because of the fact that the minute you download them and everything and you're ready to go uh, you can leave it uh, downloading overnight and after that you know there's a lot of people that are there that are out there that will not be reselling their digital copies or physical copies or anything it's a collector's item it could be an entire bundle and everything uh and everything now in terms of the actual playstation 5 everybody's been roasting on the design it looks like a damn router uh, like a like a Netgear router or something, or your classic PlayStation Two that is wrapped around a white binder. Um, it's hilarious how the internet is savage on that. Now, scaling of this stuff, Vegas. I love the fact that Miles Morales uh, has it's going to be an exclusive game to the PlayStation Five. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, welcome back. I love their franchise. I had I played through, I believe. Th- two of their games and i love the platforming and the getting of the 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 bolts and nuts in order to upgrade your 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 combo unit and everything um it's exciting after that there's horizon uh horizon zero dawn that's getting a sequel and obviously uh hitman is getting another sequel too um and there's a lot of other games that are coming out and everything what's my excitement level neutral because I am literally not a console person. I was this close of buying my coworker's PlayStation 4 only to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. And obviously, everybody that are out there that actually played it is 
is is going gaga go over it. And as a person who has played the original Final Fantasy VII, who has played Final Fantasy X, who has played Final Fantasy X2, who has missed out on Final Fantasy uh, twelve and 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 fifteen, I believe, um, and everything, I would love to get back on it. But am I willing to to pay uh, a console in order for it to play one uh, one game and everything? No, I would not. That that's actually something that my nephew, who who asked me, uncle. Are you going to actually use it and play with it and stuff like that? Considering that I am on a heavy backlog on TV shows that I should be watching. You know, I, I, I am one of the unfortunate that has not stepped in into the Mandalorian yet. I will. By the end of this week, I will. I haven't finished Umbrella Academy and yet this, there's a season two out. Um, I watched The Defenders, for example, but I have not watched um, Jessica Jones' uh latest uh outing and everything you know um so uh i've been missing out i've been uh i just finished uh, rick and uh, rick and morty the second half of the season which was hilarious like crazy um and 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 it made me realize do i need another console i barely finished any of my games of my nintendo switch because i've been in a in a world where i'd rather multitask where I would be playing TFT and or Civilization Six and have YouTube videos on the side or my TV shows on the side on my dual monitor, than to sit down in front of my couch in front of my big screen TV and play a console game. I brought, I bought Shovel Knights. I brought Hollow Knights. Hollow Knights. I got really heavily invested until I got caught in a boss battle that I cannot beat, and from time to time I would get back. I bought both the Legend of Zelda. Um and and Mario Odyssey and they're incomplete. And I feel horrible because of the fact that they're amazing games. Um, I guess it's my Twitch habit, Twitch type of gaming, uh, where I would rather uh take a few uh one hour on the side while I am being distracted and play those games and everything. So will I be invested in the PlayStation Five? Not off the bat. Maybe I give it a year, get into the aftermarket and see how it goes. And obviously, you know, first day bug, first day patches, it's still a thing. Would I actually have time to do that? Probably not. Because I, like I mentioned, I have a morning job uh, to s- sustain myself. Plus I have photography and everything. Plus now I have the podcast. And I would like to see my friends too and everything. Um, but if I take a step back, it looks amazing. It does look amazing. All those exclusive games, they do touch on me. But the thing is, a console is only good with their gaming being backed by it. I'm looking for it for exclusive games that are on it because that's where the Nintendo Switch gets me. A lot of the indie games are coming towards it. A lot of the platformers are going to it. It's easy for me to toss control to my friend and they get it. Um, Smash Bros, you know... Uh, uh, Mario Odyssey uh, there's going to be a Zelda 2 coming out in the near future there's going to be Metro Prime in the new near future there's a lot of important games that I really attach myself to it uh, when Street of Rage 4 came out guess what it wasn't on Steam that I would get it it would be on the Nintendo Switch because 4 players 
uh, couch local co-op that speaks to me when they get to that level of, of, of gaming exclusive to be on the PlayStation 5 that speak to me right now the only thing that speak to me is Final Fantasy 7 remake uh, and and unfortunately I'm not gonna I'm gonna be missing out on that I don't mind renting uh, my friends PlayStation so I can be able to have it so basically $80 plus let's say another uh, 50 bucks I can get it for a weekend for as a rental um, I wouldn't mind doing that you know or if I have or already have a friend that actually have it I don't mind renting it out for like a hundred dollar flat fee until I finish the game. That's also cool. This way, you know, if it's gathering dust, I'm not at a loss, right? It's like uh, eating at an expensive restaurant, having the experience and everything, um, or renting out a chalet for a weekend experience and everything. It's all about the experience. If you can get it momentarily, why not rent it out? You know, uh, that's where we're heading in as term of society instead of having a um, materialistic society and everything i'll be cutting this uh, solo podcast short uh, because i've touched on both my subjects and i have a lot of more content with interviews to do throughout the entire week from this week and the next week we have a very interesting guest new guests and returning guests coming on uh, onto the podcast so please stay tuned thank you very much